The Money Show. The Africa Business Report. Diana Games is Chief Executive of the business consultancy Africa at Work. And transborder crime in Africa is a huge, huge issue. Lots of borders aren't properly policed. Um, talk to me about what has been discovered by this annual report by an EU funded group that looks at cross-border crimes, Diana? Well, Bruce, it does seem that uh, crime is on your mind, having listened to the intro, the earlier It's hard for it not uh, to be. It is ever-present. <laughs> it is pervasive and persistent and upsets me. Right. <clears throat> well, uh, you know, the thing is, this is one report. There are quite a few reports by different organizations on transborder crime in Africa. And I must say, if, if you look into it, it is quite a shocking state of affairs. Uh, this is the, uh, the latest one. It's released just, just the other day. An annual um, sort of look at, at uh, cross-border crime by INACT, which is an EU-funded group that works with uh, Interpol as well as, you know, just generally following these trends. And, and, and really the main, uh, one of the main points they made, it's a huge, it's a huge issue. So I'm just going to touch on a few things. And, and it, it really, it comes to the conclusion, you know, we talk a lot about state capture in Africa, but state capture is endemic across Africa. And, 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 and according to this report, it has worsened under the cover of COVID-19. So much has been able, you know, if we look at the cigarette smuggling and the things that have happened here, um, drugs, you know, there's just been a lot more, you know, people can get across these borders without even the borders being open. So um, there's a lot of issues here and, and uh, state officials embedded with crime syndicates facilitating their activities. And as soon as you have corruption, you know, the, these things can happen, un, you know, unabated. It, there's, it just takes corrupt officials to allow the the, um, the the outflows of all sorts, like illegal logging, they mentioned is, you know, the, it's worth $17 billion a year, untaxed gold exports running into many more billions. In this case, it mentions it costs Ghana alone more than $6 billion a year. But in fact, in Southern Africa, gold um, uh, gold smuggling is a huge issue. Zimbabwe, South Africa, um, and, and around the region. And, and you know, we have, we're flooded with illegally traded weapons. South Africa is another hotbed of, of that sort of activity. Drug smug- smuggling, again, um, South Africa, um, among many others. Of course, these networks go across regions, across the continent, and with long tentacles into other regions as well, human trafficking, etc. And the implications of this are enormous. You know, we talk about why is Africa not progressing faster, etc. Well, this is one of the reasons. You know, people often don't, when they talk about crime, they don't look at this. And this is a huge issue, cross trans-border crime um, into and out of Africa and across Africa as well. You know, it hollows out economies, it funds conflicts, it, it, it funds criminal networks. Um, and, and once these things are established, very, very difficult to, to break them down, to address them. You know, what, what you need vigorous institutions of law enforcement and prosecution, as you were just talking about, um, with huge integrity and accountability. You know, that is not easy to find in, in, in many countries and certainly not in Africa. So, um, and, and in the report, it also says South Africa is the fifth um, most, what they call criminally infected country in Africa after the DRC, Nigeria, Zimbabwe, and Kenya. 
and on a worsening trajectory, and, and particularly in terms of the role and pervasiveness of state embedded actors, as they inverted commas. So, you know, so, so this is a very big issue, and I think there's maybe not enough attention given to it. It's, it's, it's um, uh, you know, we look, each country is looking at their own issues rather than seeing how those issues connect to other parts of, of, of Africa and the world. And of course, today, their Transparency International also released their latest report, which um, basically says South Africa, I think, has gone down one place from last year. Um, South Africa, sub-Saharan Africa, still the lowest score, scoring region. South Africa not expected to to change anytime soon, despite the efforts of the Zondo Commission and, mm. and various others. So, Bruce, a very, very big issue here. You know, it's, it's, it goes well beyond our borders. I, I hate the fact that we are the fifth most criminally infected country in Africa, but I do like the use of the term criminally infected. It's a fabulous and descriptive <laughs> term. Zambia is playing an interesting commercial game on this continent. Well, you know, um, Zambia, the, the new president, uh, President Hichilema, has, has uh, one of his key uh, missions is to bring down the cost of doing business to look at how Zambia can can uh, diversify its economy and to bring in more investment, etc. And one of the issues, reportedly, um, that it is looking at is is making itself a hub for African startups to make it easier um, and cheaper for African African startups to uh, and 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 technology companies focused on the tech sector to to actually develop um, because many other African countries have them. Uh, Zambia is not particularly one of them, have have many startups, South Africa, Nigeria, Kenya, always among them. Um, and and this is a this is a thing worth an industry worth, I mean, last um, in 2021, 4.3 billion invested into African startups. So there's a lot of money coming in and a lot of big companies are starting to evolve. And one of the meetings we, we are told that the president had was with uh, Flutterwave. I think I've mentioned them on the show before. They are one of Africa's sort of unicorns, which is a company worth more than a billion dollars. And they are talking to Zambia. They're looking to see what can be done. And many other big names are on the list of, of who they hope to attract. Because basically, African governments have adverse regulatory reactions um, to this kind of tech um, to, uh, you know, so, sort of the rise of tech companies feeling like they need to control them rather than to let them um, to grow and 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 really um, change, be a, a game changer in many African countries. So, you know, the, the, you know, there's a big competition. I mean, Silicon Valley, not least among the areas where a lot of these startups are looking. And in fact, Flutterwave originally, um, uh, uh, it's a Nigerian. Um, startup, but it's no longer a startup now, but it, it actually has a presence in Silicon Valley and Mauritius is also competing. And Kenya, I think, and South Africa are looking at, at ways to compete. But it'd be interesting. I mean, Zambia would be a bit of a wild card, but I mean, you know, stranger things have happened with the right political will. Who knows? Diana Games, thank you very much indeed. Diana Games is uh, the chief executive of Africa at Work. It is a business consultancy.